previously on Real Fantasy Encounters. I've got a real fucked up idea. Do you want to hear this idea? Shoot. What's the worst that could happen? You want to get rid of Anomaly X. What if we think bigger? What if we get rid of the sun? Anomaly X has been on the sun for a little bit. We could probably wait for like another day or two. And then she turns to look at Infoca. We need to address your bullshit, and this is not the place to do it. I can, I can tell the difference between a hallucination and my powers allowing me to see through the fabric of this reality. Yeah, look, look, just scan me. And she rolls her eyes, and she's like, yeah, sure, why not? And she slaps a hand on your wrist. Yeah, yeah, they, they float off into their room and I, I close the door behind them and there's just like little kids going pew, 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 pew behind. I'm just like, Yeah. I put them on the ground and then I turn the, the floating off. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're still as cute as ever. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, Okay, let's just go into the living room. Do you want like snacks? I have drinks and stuff. I don't know. This is weird. <laughs> uh. Thanks, Lakshmi, but I'm literally just a. That is a, true. I'm. I don't know. I don't have people over really. Um. This is anyway. Work. Focus. Focus. Remember, Zegok. We need to find him. Yeah. Um. First, though, got to address that whole info dump you just gave me. Okay. Um. Yeah, see. See. We're all just living in a podcast. Okay. I'm gonna just. It's fine though. Shh, for a second, it, look, just look. At just, first, at first, I I didn't want to accept it. It was it was it was some crazy nonsense. But now, look, I've made a deal with myself, and I've understood what's going on now. Yeah, and your perception of things is hella warped. Um, I'm gonna address that real quick, and then she turns to um um uh, um hyperdrive and shorthorn. She's like, okay, f- I we've obviously really familiar with how Ian Focus magic feels. That was magic. That that wasn't some weird rook technology. And even if okay, and even if it was weird rook technology that blasted their brains with this weird vision, how would these ran, random civilians on the street know about it? Because this is apparently like this this was like a machine that only two versions of existed in the world that only two people had, you know, access to. And it's not like you and Fiber Optic went blasting this everywhere. I mean, you kind of were, but just to us. When, I mean, we hadn't heard about it before from Fiber Optic. We hadn't been told. I mean, like, how else would they know? Oh, yeah. Why would I tell other people? You guys are the only ones that matter. Okay. But you told Fiber Optic, right? Well, because he was the only one who could corroborate what was going on. He already knew. Although, if he doesn't matter, I guess... This- okay. We need to stop with your existential... I just, I just huh? need... Just stop. But I'm fine. 
No, you're not. Um, but yeah, my my point is, I think what he saw was legit. I mean, in some way, even if it was kind of skewed. Alex sort of just sits down. I let you say that. Wait, do you actually believe me? I mean, I think so. I know what your magic feels like intimately. It, that, it was, I, and yeah, I was reliving it vicariously through your point of view. So again, perspective warps things, but still kind of thought you were having a weird shared hallucination. Literally the tipping point was those weird fanatics, right? How the hell would they have known about this, like, Nick dude? Like, and what, they, they were, like, talking, like, it's, it, was there stuff you didn't, they were talking, like, cultists. It's weird. I mean, there was the one that showed up to uh, Fiber Optics Lab when I pulled him through. Yeah. What happened to that guy? Yeah, that's a good point. What happened to him? I, I legitimately don't remember what happened to that dude. Uh, you knocked him out. Uh, we left him in the underprison. Ah, <laughs> oh, we just left him there. That's right. Um, Fiber Optic uh, moved him out. Yeah. Um, I mean, he could have told people. I mean, yeah, but he... That random dude wouldn't have had access to the kind of technology that Rook Industries does. I mean, Something about this all feels very strange to me. I'm not denying that. People I, just so ready to believe it. I don't I'm, know why. I'm not saying it's easy to accept, but it's kind of just been shoved in my face. It's hard to at least not acknowledge it. What I do have an issue with, however, is how you interpret things, my dude. What do you mean? I mean, this whole nihilistic kind of doing things for the story right. is kind of broken. I mean, what else what, what else is there? Okay, let me go back to my original statement. You're an idiot. I beg to differ, but you've elaborate. Been, you've been an author for how goddamn long? A while? Yep, and you've read more books than probably most humans that I know. I mean, like, I thought I had a decent sort of, like, book collection. Yours is insane. Um. Yeah, you know that book I, that bookshelf in my room actually swivels? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. My, like, with my, magic. I can just sort of... <laughs> my point is, right, out of all the, the, the fantasy and realism and sci-fi stuff that you've read over the years... Okay, let's play into this interesting story point of view you've sort of assumed, right? <laughs> Even if you are writing to make things interesting, that's a dumb outlook because then you're just writing for an end. I mean, you've read so many stories, right? I mean, like, so, so you're saying your whole outlook on life changed because... There's a god? That's that's it? No, my outlook on life changed because one day this might all stop. And how 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 was that ever not the case? How was that ever not the case? It's but, always been the but, case. But like everything. I'm okay with me stopping. 
I'm not okay with everything stopping. Again, how, how? that's always a possibility that the sun literally could explode at any minute. Yeah. But- uh, well, it's funny you guys <laughs> mentioned that <laughs> because that, that might actually be what happens if we don't address Anomaly X. Yeah. But first things first, Zegark has to be stopped. Where we're arguing about people's conception of reality now. My 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 problem is, Kate. Look, I haven't really. I've had a couple of days to cool down. Obviously, I'm still hella pissed. I'm so mad. Yeah, I'm. You, because it was narratively interesting. I don't care if that was your reason. It's a dumb one. It's also an extremely unhealthy mindset to face reality with. Yeah. Which is why I have to get that alien virus from you. Yeah. Okay, take it. Exactly. I'm asking for it, please. I'm asking you. Where are you going to put it? Where are you going to put it that bad people won't get to it? I mean, if it's narratively satisfying, do you have a choice? Like, if Nick just wants to take it from you? Couldn't he take it? He could just take it from you. Okay. Ah, oh my god. I I feel like okay. So so what if it all isn't real? Does that give it any less value? I mean, okay. Um, Alex actually really considers that for a minute. <laughs> You're right. If it's, no, there's still there's still there's still laws to a story. Laws can be rewritten. You're, that's like your thing. But that doesn't give you the power to do so. Just because that's like if, if everyone that was aware of this whole thing had your mentality about it, everyone would just go rewriting stuff to make things more interesting. That is a surefire way to self-destruction. You, mm, you used to be one of the- kind of the end goal, isn't it? No, it's not. You're sounding hella unhealthy. I must request that you give me that virus, please. I'm asking you as a friend now. I don't understand where you can put it anywhere that's that's safer than where it is right now. You know what's narratively interesting right now? It's the fact that you're talking a hell of a lot like a villain. I put a put a hand on your on your shoulder, Lady Dav. I'm like I. And that's not the kind of narratively interesting. Narratively interesting isn't is goddamn subjective. So you you you're a hero first and foremost, always have been, and now you're not really acting like it because oh no, there's a god. Get your shit together. Everyone has an existential crisis. I. I'm not human anymore. I probably can't have kids or have a family. Thanks to you, but I'm still doing my goddamn job. And I'm not taking it out on the rest of the world to make it seem more narratively interesting. (laughs) Hyperdrive still has his hand out. (laughs) That's, That's not what I'm doing. You sure? Yes, because if I don't do what I'm doing right now, then I don't know if I could continue doing anything. And you do what the rest of us do. I mean, it's all well and good to have an existential crisis about 
your state of being, but we aren't real. Who? Real, again, is subjective. So what if it's happening in somebody's head? So what if it's not corporeal? It has no consequence. Yes, it does. It had consequence before you realized this was happening, and it has consequence now. Even if this has always been the thing, it has always been the case. There has always been consequences. Just because it's happening in somebody else's head doesn't mean it's not real. And yes, I'm quoting Harry Potter at you. <laughs> if nothing is going to get through to you, that should. Come on. You either die a hero or you live long enough to kill <laughs> oh my god, okay. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm just messing here. Okay. You can have the thing. <laughs> okay. like, you had me real concerned for a drive, second there. Hyperdrive takes it um, <laughs> and like, like just watch, watch the, a wave of anxiety pass through him <laughs> like wind. Um, because <laughs> okay. Okay, just again, I get a lot to process because I'm doing it now too. A lot less time than you've had to deal with it. But like, backburner that shit because now we've got a weird fanatical cult. We got a, a bug boy who's set on, I don't know, ebolering the whole planet or something. And also the sun's going to explode. I don't know if you've read any of the comics with Zegark in it. Absolutely I, I think not. His last five plots have been world domination, world domination, world domination. World destruction and world domination. So original. Cool. He's, he's, he is very flat. At least his portrayal in the comics is. I, I haven't met the guy in real life. But you are onto something with those tick bots. I mean, they're his, right? They're not retcons. They are his. So, I mean, and you've got a catalog of all of his previous comics, which, yeah, creative license given, but that's that's like a history of his past stuff. Given that we don't have Ulrochs or Bulwark anymore, it's better than nothing. And if I can correlate that with whatever I can draw out of scanning some tick bots, and I mean, surely fiber optic can... I don't, I don't know how that sort of stuff works, but I don't know, like, backwards trace some, in, like, transmissions he made? I don't know. Oh, my God. We could ask Retcon. If the two of them are working together, then then maybe he'd be inclined to tell us. You could go interview Retcon at the Spike, yes. Do we want to go scan some tick bots so we might maybe find leverage or something first? Hey, if, if you think it's valuable. I mean, I'd rather go... I, I think... Checking out Retcon is probably a good idea, but I'd rather go and talk to him after we've gotten as much information as possible. Detectiving. And then she, like, shoulder nudges the two of you, and then you kind of stumble a couple of feet, and she's like, ah, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> you nudge Jack, and he's holding this this alien <laughs> virus. Container. <laughs> I just sort of give you the I told you look, so look. I, I, I give you the, yeah, okay, look, in response. How about this? I'll put it in my storage so for transport. And wherever you want to put it, we can, we can put it there then. 
Can you like that way? You don't accidentally drop it. Can Wait. you make it so that only he could open it? Mm. Like give him his own inventory pocket dimensiony thing. Maybe I pull up the menu and I invite you to the party again. <laughs> <laughs> this this thing pops up and I accept. Do you want to try seeing if you can open an inventory? I think real hard about opening an invisible bag. It is there. Yes, you can put it in the invisible bag inventory. Yes. And I pop it in there. Um, but yeah, go scan some tick bots, talk to Retcon, and then go from there. Yeah, great. Yeah, you want to go to the underprison? Uh, yeah, I'll just like, yeah, before she leaves, she like checks on the boys and she just like makes sure they're chill and makes them like, shows them where to reheat the dinner and yeah. stuff like that. They're, but- they're still a little hyperactive from the flying <laughs> thing. But- yeah, yeah. And she's like, okay. Uh yeah, we'll we'll come back and play like I promised. And she just like okay, go. Just leave. Hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> we, just, like, we go out the front door. <laughs> Do you want an invite to this party? And the pop up message appears in front mm-hmm. of you. Oh god, okay. Yeah, sure, why not? And she 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 taps, yeah. <laughs> I rename the party to the new wave. <laughs> <laughs> um alright, just um Shorthorn, like one of the like um NPC party members. <laughs> I can't. I can only yeah. add two people to the party. Yeah, it's a three-person party. That's right. Time. Yeah, sorry, Shorthorn. I can only add two people to this party. All good. I'll, next time. I'll... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. If you want to see it, next time for sure. I'll just be my own party for now. But yeah, no. We we go down to the underprison. Yeah. Uh, you can definitely still. You didn't fight any of the tickbots in the underprison. We just sort of left them there, right? Uh, you fought the ones that were in the hallways. Mm. Yes, but um, I think uh, Fiber Optic has gone and he's gone and retrieved one of these. Yeah, uh, like you go into his uh, investigation office and he's like, "You need one of these, right?" Good, good to see you. know before we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're trying to track down Zegok. Yeah, Mimi tosses that your way. Uh, yeah. Catch this exoskeleton. <laughs> oh, it's just the head of it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, I I I take it and I I scan its its mechanical bug brain. Uh, he said he um gives you like two thumbs up, by the way, uh hyperdrive, and he goes, cute kid, by the way. Uh, <laughs> do I hear this? <laughs> oh, I he- probably would. Hey. I'm a moth now. <laughs> I have really good hearing. <laughs> I, I give I, you I give you this skull. Yeah. Um I put I put a hand on his shoulder and I say if you ever read my text messages again, <laughs> I don't care if you're an exemplar. It doesn't switch off. <laughs> I'm always in everything. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. <laughs> Be everything everywhere else. Get out of my private correspondence. I'll work on it. And <laughs> Jack goes back and goes, where's Zegok? Uh, yeah, I rolled a 14. Uh, a 14 for? For, for um, unleashing my powers. Oh, to, uh, to scan yeah, it, yeah. flash on this. Uh, yeah, like you can see uh, like where it was built. It was built in a Canis Minor facility. Ooh, not the school, but like a separate one. The school yeah. was Canis Major, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, um, this appears to be a, a a cloning laboratory somewhere, and they've handed him part of it to build his tick bots. Uh, mm. You can see he's working on other stuff in there. There is a, a a huge Gatling gun that he's working on in there. 
as well, mm. which is like the size of a bus just by itself. Oh, that's fun. Um, you can see uh, Retcon and the pack appear to be the two main uh, villains he's been working with in there. Oh, yeah, Lycan. Mm. Fuck. Um, yeah, Gatling gun, size of a bus. Um, do I get an idea of where this facility is? Uh, you can only see the inside of it. Because you rolled so high, I can give you one other thing. Uh, like, you can just kind of catch glimpses of what's happening over in the uh, cloning area. Okay, yeah. Where they're working on duplicating things, and after they managed to obtain the Clavaria spore, oh. they're working on experiments over there to, like, increase the acceleration of her growth. And and she again fraction of a second, and then she just slowly sort of puts this bug skull down on the ground, and she turns towards you, Hyperdrive, and she's like, "Now I need you just to like not freak out at what I'm about to tell you." I I can't promise that. Do you want you, a chair? Can I operate a chair? <laughs> That's actually probably not a bad idea. Um, so we've established we know that these guys are working with Canis um, Minor. And we know that they've been dealing with, like, cloning and replicating and just, like, world domination-y kind of things. Um, so I got an, a look at the inside. There's a bunch load more of those bugs, and they have a really big kind of Gatling gun-looking thing that's, like, the size of a bus. All standard Seagull stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the not... I Again, I don't know I'm from a bar of soap, but I imagine this is kind of new because I saw Retcon was there. No big surprise. But Lycan was also there. Remember that big clavarial looking dog thing? Yeah, I recall. They may or may not be attempting to... It doesn't look like they're trying to clone Clavaria, but at least enhance it or do something to her because Lycan looked a hell of a lot bigger and it has not been that long. Jack does take that seat. <laughs> And he starts rubbing his face and he goes, oh my god, Nazis have teamed up with my aunt. <laughs> yeah, you thought you'd never Nazis, say that statement. Nazis and a bug. Shorthorn's like, great, we're going to be living on planet Clavaria now, I guess. Not if we have anything to say about it. Yeah. Um, what not if, if the blood red exemplars have anything to say about it. What if the it? diseases were another way to enhance Clavaria? I mean... Yeah, it's kind of what I think they might have been doing, or at least figuring out a way to sort of mesh her. Or with maybe them. they didn't know what was in it, and they thought maybe it was more clavarius spores or a different strain. Maybe where is Zegark operating from? I can't tell where, but it's just another giant Canis Minor facility. It, there was a lot of metal, a lot of metal. I couldn't see the outside, but if anyone's going to know, it's Retcon. But what we know is that there's a bunch more of these guns, uh, a bunch, a bunch more of these bugs, a really big gun, um, and they're messing around with Clavaria spores, and they're working with lichen. Uh, fiber optic says uh, Canis Minor and groups like that usually keep all their stuff offline, so they're a lot harder to find. Which means if you want me to work on that, I'm going to have to charge an upfront fee. Huh. I and mean, <laughs> I walk off. <laughs> so I'm a detective. I've still got to... I mean, and, remind and, me to switch on airplane mode around you. Like, like, uh, an I entire mean, secret organization goes offline and you can't track them. 
Come on now. <laughs> I can just ask Nick. I mean, yeah, fiber optic, what are your fees? Uh, he says, well, I'm glad you asked. And he's got like a, a laminated sheet that he pulls out. <laughs> like you get like a massage parlor or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's it's cheaper than you'd think, but still a little out of your price range. Hmm. Back burner. Let's go to the spire. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they know who you are. They're, you're cleared to go and uh, see Retcon. Uh, when you go and find him, like uh, the uh, inside of the cell, like the, they tend to keep uh, area of effect type villains in uh, their own personal cells, and uh, basically, like there is a, a, it's kept solid, like glass through it, uh, like air is being piped in through like ventilation, but uh, it it is like completely sealed, and it's it's just like this big uh, glass panel basically between you and him where he's got, like, his own room with, like, a bed and a desk and all that sort of stuff set up. And he's just, like, lying there on the bed when you approach. So did you know you were working with Nazis? Or do they keep you in the dark about that? <laughs> he sits up and says, I know who Canis Minor are. Don't patronize me. We need to know where Zegark is. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Man, we thought we'd ask you about it. I'll get fucked. <laughs> How long do you want to be in here for? He 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 rolls over and he he sort of gets to his feet. Uh, he stands up and he comes over to the glass, and says, "Can you get me out? Can you tell me where Zegok is?" No, no, that's not an offer you can make. All right, I guess we pick up the investigation elsewhere. I, I would have been happy to talk to Aegis about getting you out of here earlier, but or at least I guess you can't tell us where he is. <laughs> I mean, at the very least, upgrading your facilities. He's crossed his arms and goes, "What what charges did you put me on?" That's a very good question. Um. Uh, well, you know, I can I can bring out the extended list, but uh, domestic terrorism is definitely up there. Is I mean, is that how you want to be remembered? As a domestic terrorist? Working with known villains? Nazis? I mean, weren't you part of the military at one point? Like a big patriot kind of guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, they kicked me out. <laughs> but uh, you can't tell us where Zegok is, so... I, I guess that's us done. We'll have to pick up the investigation elsewhere. Hmm. He's... Do you want to roll provoke here? <laughs> I would love to roll a provoke roll. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this will go smoothly. No, it will go smoothly. No, it won't. <laughs> seven. That is a seven. That is a pass. Um. So you got to show them that you mean it, or they can choose one. So um, uh, they can instead choose one. Rather, they stumble. I take plus one forward against them. Uh, I gain a uh, critical opportunity, or they overreact and I gain influence over them. I'm trying to provoke him into telling us where Zegok is. And I'm trying to do it because I'm, I want him to be afraid that, that he's going to be portrayed as this... Yeah, what was the thing for Stumble again? They stumble, you take plus one forward against them. Yeah. I think he do, he does stumble, and he's like enough with the office. I won't be in here for that long anyway. 
And he kind of thinks about what he said and he goes, well, never mind. Never mind, get out. Hmm. This sounds like something we should probably tell Aegis about. I mean, that sounded like a veiled threat that you were going to escape sometime soon. Also sounded like obstruction of justice. He, he shrugs and says, escapes happen all the time. It could happen anytime. Yeah. I wonder what Aegis' protocol is like if we shake the hornet's nest a little. He turns around and goes, I, I seriously don't understand what shit you even got me on. I was, I was in the hallways just picking up crap. Picking up crap? Brendo, you picked up the worst kind of crap. It, Alien virus is what you picked up. I didn't know that when I picked it up. Ah, I was just searching for scrap metal that might have come out of the mm. underprison after have you heard the attack. Ignorance is no excuse. I mean, people that look for scrap metal frequently get into bloody, bloody fights with members of the, the rookies, don't you know, they? You know what else is a really big thing that they'd probably like get him on, on charges for? It attempted escape right here that we'd have to stop. Yeah, that is true. You know what? He does look like he's attempting to escape. He shakes his head and goes, this is stupid. This is stupid. <laughs> and What's stupid? Are you willing to bet your, well, the rest of your life on stupid? Enough. You can't make stupid threats at me. I, I, I walk up like until I'm like right up against the screen, mm. and I said... I helped bulwark imprison people in a private prison that that maybe no one would have known about. I, do, do you think that I'm above this? <laughs> Me, <laughs> I say, and like like I'm kind of like flexing on this this like I'm I'm almost as evil as 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 bulwark. The, as bulwark, yeah. I'll let so. you take the check again with that plus one forward. Yeah, I say. Man, tell me where Zegok is. I promise things will go smoothly for you. As smooth as they can. That is so much better. That's an 11. <laughs> That's an 11? Yeah. Uh, he turns around and goes, This prison I can do. The under prison I can't do. Are you going to open the underprison up again? Is that your plan for when Bulwark gets back? My plan? I'm not in leagues with that guy anymore. I'm... I'm taking the fight elsewhere probably after this. Bigger things are threatening our universe. And then, like, like I, try, I, try, I try to be sincere with him, like... <laughs> Ah, oh, fuck them. They left me here. I can toss them in as well. Uh, they've got a lab. Belongs to the Canis Minor, guys. Yes, but we do need a location. A lab is a lab. Warehouse west of town. I can give you an address if you want to give me some sort of paper or pad in here. <laughs> Absolutely. And I summon a paper and pen inside the ch chamber. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, he writes an address and he just presses it up against uh, the glass. You got that? Yeah, I got that. I pull out my phone and I take a photo of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, make sure you, you whisk away that pen and paper so he doesn't like neck himself with it or what something. Pen, what pen and paper? I Good. like, like I, I look at the both of you and I'm like, come on. 
Are they going to leave? Is that what no, you thought? No, no. Leave, leave them something better to do here. We could give him a copy of your book to read. <laughs> I give him a copy of my book to read. Uh, it materializes and he goes, great, the new Bible people are talking about. <laughs> hey, it's not a Bible. It's a fiction story that's very good. How do you know about that? We have internet in here. <laughs> so much for something oh, better to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he he just like tosses that on his desk. And hey, he... hey! Oh, you, t- you toss it on the desk. Okay, yeah. be, be a bit more careful with that. That's a very good book. Mm. So you better hurry up before they get this prison bus going. Yeah, we should, huh? And and then then we leave. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. Um. The address on the piece of paper is it anywhere like within Halcyon City, or is it like out of the city? It's an outer suburb of Halcyon City. Uh, it's uh, very much a big industrial district there. Um, this particular thing is like very close to a. Just a big set of like truck stations out there, like truck depots. Um, You're guessing it's an underground facility of some sort. Yeah. Do we want to touch base with Rook before we go in, let them know what's going down? Or do we just want to kind of deal with this? I mean, mean, like... You need a new suit, my dude. I do, but... (sighs) I mean, I do need a new suit regardless, but... I think more of my question is, are we going to let Rook know everything that we found out? I mean, isn't the whole point of it this right now to just, well, just set him loose? Removing the threat of Zegok and this plan to enhance Clavaria is, is probably my biggest concern right now. Yeah. I don't know what Rook stands to gain from this. I mean... Makes me edgy. Oh, you mean cover up their mistakes? Yeah, I think... That's absolutely what they're doing, right? They let the Clavarius balls be stolen. They don't want the world to know about it. So I I think what I'm asking is, do you reckon they'd be willing to help? I mean, we are working for them, but still. Oh, I had a meeting that was specifically about them trying to stop whatever was going on. So I would be pretty, pretty sure they'd be willing to help. I think that might be the reason I have a job with them. Mm. Is that they needed me to help them with this specific thing that we're doing right now. I I, I, hmm. I think what I mean, again, if I can rectify a, a third, fourth time, I don't know. I, if we tell them that we're going to go in and act on this immediately, are they going to try and send backup with us? As in more rookies or adults whose orders we'll need to follow before we follow our own. Or who might have their own kind of directives. Exactly. I say we do this ourselves. The innocent people shouldn't be made to suffer because of... Capitalism? Bulwark's actions. <laughs> also that. And mine. Mostly Bulwark. But we should tidy it up without Rook getting in the way. If there's anything there, any Clavaria matter, if Lycan's there, I don't want them recovering a damn thing. Do we know much about Lycan? Like, 
we we knew that they were the pack or something beforehand, but what do we know about them as like a supervillain? I'm just going to assume silver bullets. Well, I'm going to assume that if we can get them to split apart somehow, then they'll be much weaker like that. Taking them on while they're in werewolf form is, is probably not my strategy. Yeah. Getting them apart, feeding them to a pulp separately. I could do to them what I did to you, Jack. You could. Uh, I mean, yeah, you could. Th- th- as, as long as as long as they both remain alive. Yeah, and also it would probably be a lot harder to do with an well two unwilling participants. Three unwilling participants. Three unwilling participants. Unless, did all of them have a clavarius ball? Just the one. Just the one. So maybe it's. Two unwilling participants. Someone who's just sort of there, going with the flow. We haven't seen it in a while. You said it got bigger. What if that's why it's bigger? Because they're both now have Clavarius spores on them. I mean, that might be the case, but it, I only saw them in big wolf form, and it was just like the wolf itself was bigger and mushroomier. Yeah. Uh, at this rate, you've gotten out to this uh, big truck depot. Mm. Um, I, I think Shorthorn's done like a quick scout around. And she's like, there's a big metal trap door at the back of this place. Shikari. Lady Daff. Lady Daff. Damn it. I'm going to. Damn it. <laughs> Lady, no, one of us. One of us. <laughs> no. Lady Daff puts her hand on the trap door and sees if she can, I don't know, sense any kind of frequent foot traffic or just like who's passed through. What? Well, any kind of information she can get. Yeah. That is an 11. Yeah, this is definitely the right place. Um, people that regularly come through here, the two, uh, the three villains I mentioned, mm-hmm. and then, uh, yeah, other lackeys working for uh, Candice Minor. Yeah. They also bring, like, a lot of scrap down here. Well, we may as well just go in, I guess. Should we knock? How many robots were in this place? A lot. Like, a lot, a lot. We haven't done the stealth thing in a while. I mean... No, we haven't, and that might be the best thing. I mean, I can hear. Like, I could hear pretty well before. I can hear even better now. And I can... Like, my psychic stuff is pretty much the same, but that combined with moth, echolocation, and other stuff, I mean, I can pretty much feel whenever anybody's going to come close. I don't know if that sort of... I can hear the tick's feet, but as far as that goes, I can pretty much tell whenever somebody's coming close. I mean, but as far as cover goes, I'm pretty... I stand out like a sore thumb. That's where I come in. Exactly. Would you guys like to... I mean, it's been a while. Do you want to be invisible again? Hell yeah. Yeah. Could you make it though so we can see each other, but just like... (laughs) We'll be able to see each other because of the party system. Yeah. We glow blue now. (laughs) Oh, cool. So it's just me off the radar then. I'm sorry. It's 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 fine. <laughs> Honestly, this makes me feel really bad. Actually, uh, hyperdrive. Why don't you just like hold her hand so she doesn't get lost? And like stays with us. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> 
And that'll work. I guess I'll unleash my powers? Yeah, give me that roll. gonna know where we are <laughs> uh, i have some bad news oh no <laughs> you're kidding that's an eight that's oh. not too bad oh no were you rolling temporary burn? unstable uh yeah temporarily unstable right everyone turns invisible cool <laughs> can we see each other uh you can see each other through this system yeah yep cool, um, cool, cool, cool short cool, cool, cool. short horn is because she's got the glove on her right hand uh, she's using her left to hold your right hyperdrive. Yep. Okay, let's go. And um, Daff opens up the, the trap door. And how is there like a ladder down? How far down is this, this door going? Uh, yeah, it's a, a staircase that uh, goes down a fair distance. Okay, yeah, no, as as she walks down, I think she, I reckon she'd be leading the pack mm. um, and then just like listening with with her ears. I'm not sure what kind of role that would be to make sure that fucking she's actively would that be directly engaging or just like assessing the situation? Definitely assessing the situation. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Shit, what's my superior like? Alex is going down Ooh. the stairs in this very cliched tiptoe. Sneak, yeah. Sneak, 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 sneak. <laughs> well, we don't see any of that. <laughs> no. The um, uh, what I was gonna say is uh, what uh, we see in the warehouse, right? Oh, I think what's happening, like in the panel, is it's just got these three, like uh, you would have the arrow over your head with your name. <laughs> <laughs> we just see three of those going down the staircase. Ooh, okay, that's an eight. That's an eight for assess the situation. What so, question are you gonna ask? Okay. Hmm, what here can I use to, what is the biggest threat, what is the greatest danger, what here is most vulnerable to me, and how could we best end this quickly? Hmm. I feel... Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. What here is the biggest threat? Uh, uh, as your tiptoeing down this staircase yeah you can hear uh, Zegark like talking out loud and he's like i have finished it completed this great invention i dub it the mosquito because i am from mars fuck you <laughs> fuck you all the way to mars <laughs> is that greatly inspired by a, an alien creature called the gatling wasp <laughs> I replicated that mechanically on a far greater scale. Isn't it a beautiful thing, Lycan? <laughs> so, and Lycan responds, It is impressively sized. And you say I will be even bigger. He goes, Oh yes, much, much bigger, Lycan. Infinitesimally bigger. And... That's yeah, yeah, uh, Daff relays this to you, and she's like, um, so Lycan and Zegark are both definitely here right now, and w something has just been finished. I'm not, it's the Gatling gun, which I now know is designed after the Gatling wasp, but bigger. But yeah, so now our biggest threat is not just Zegark and Lycan, but this fully completed 
giant Gatling wasp gun. That mosquito, please. The, oh, sorry, yeah. I'm, I, I deleted that joke already from my brain. I just wiped it. Hey, I think it's a good name. <laughs> and, and she cringes and she's like, oh, that's right. The mosquito. Yeah, what a creative and inventive name. Don't make me say it again. And she she keeps advancing down the stairs. Yeah, uh, like poking your head around, you can see that there are about 20 of the bugs lined up along one wall, like the tick bots. And the, the mosquito is like a, up in this huge hangar area. You can see like the, the tail to itself was bus sized and the rest of the mosquito they've built up above it. Oh, God. It's Fuck. much, much bigger. Jesus, okay. Like this, this is kaiju sized. Fuck. <laughs> this is the, the Mecha Mothra. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, where do we go from here? <laughs> We're going to fight them, right? Yeah, but. Do, I f- do you want to be kaiju sized? Look, it's, it's a classic I- spell, which is enlarge. Okay, to be completely frank with you, I don't think I need to be bigger. I think I can take that thing down. Oh, that's cool too. Yeah, I'd I'd rather you spa- save your uh, spell slots effectively. I don't have those. I know. Um, uh, I'll say that the instability of your uh, invisibility magic, as soon as any of you like start doing anything, is just gonna poof. Serious, it's gonna poof. Sweet, sweet lesser invisibility. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking. You guys go distraction-y because nothing's more flamboyant than you, Invoker. Oh, I can make a distraction. To be fair, we, we don't need to confront that wasp. And, oh, sorry, mosquito. As long as it isn't brought online. It's already up and it's ready to go. It's just like a press of a button. He's got that thing turned on. I am pressing the button now oh. to activate the mosquito. <laughs> All right, distraction it is. You can find us at RF Encounters on Twitter or as Real Fantasy Encounters on Facebook. We appreciate any support, whether that's leaving a review or telling a friend about us. Thanks for listening and see you next week. <laughs>